Supposed to help with feeling safe. Anxious or, or it's just supposed to be comforting, yeah. Just dip under a blanket. I I think I got mine because so Man, you would have never seen my other apartment. I don't think so. No. Uh, because we moved to a different building. But my bed was right in the corner and Two of those three corners were windows, so it was just freezing cold always. Mm. But so I got the weighted blanket. I was like, "This is a fucking game changer." But yeah, no, it keeps you so warm. Yes, <laughs> it is awesome. It's way it's way safer than an electric bed blanket. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely had. I was thinking about weighted blankets a couple weeks ago. I'm trying to write something funny for that, but I honestly forgot about it <laughs> until now. <laughs> well, I think. The, I, um, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I work out, but I do have a weighted blanket. That's <laughs> yes, well, that's, that's like a good opening yes. line. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a quick yeah. joke. People will find that it's funny. You want any jerky? No, I'm good, man. Real quick. I uh, got these wonderful little tiny edibles that I put in one of them. They're two point five. Oh. Try to write a joke about. Wait, what is it? <laughs> oh, sorry, just like six. <laughs> no, it's just like a, they're called suckets, and they're just like hard candy that you can get. Suckets. That's it's for like people. I think it's technically for people with anxiety who don't want to get stoned, but it's like microdosing. Mm. But nice. Yeah, man, I'm excited to see where you go with that weighted blanket. I think that's a really good opening mm-hmm. bit of, I don't work out, but I have a weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I could could or should do like a five-minute routine about weighted blankets. You know, you should, you should try to write as much, maybe like a full, it's a full-body workout, getting off the couch or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, that's funny. There's something there for that. Yeah. Or I can use as a weight blanket as a cape, but it's not very functional. It just weighs me down. Uh, I can use it as like a fishing net to catch people. <laughs> or, or if, let's say I was single and like, you know, this girl is just weird about it. And like, you, it's like the, wait, here we go. It's like the equivalent of uh, lifting your truck and you know those bumper stickers like, that they just can't jump. Truck nuts too. Truck nuts. My weight blanket just says, if you can't lift this, then like I'm like really into like very strong women. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you have like whey protein, like quill, you know, it, it's like sponsored, you have a bunch of stickers on it. 
That's like a test that you use. Yeah. That's like funny. If you, if you can lift this, you can do it. <laughs> That's so funny. If you can deadlift this with the one hand. It's like, wait, I'm going to need some men. We'll probably have like weighted blanket um, um, contests like on TV. Oh yeah! Wait, instead of doing like the ropes, the yeah. stronger like the strongman. It's just people getting out to pee and like make some soup. <laughs> They're trying to. <laughs> they just spill a bunch of crumbs in a cup. They, they burn like three hundred calories just shaking off the crumbs. That's so funny. Uh, I tried to write a joke about what it means to own a dog in Denver. And how it's like a status yeah. symbol. Yeah, it's a big, it's and very important. It's more of an investment that you think it is because people show off their dogs to where they throw birthday parties mm-hmm. for them. And I hardly spend money on my own birthday party, <laughs> let alone spending money on seven birthday parties a year for a dog. Yeah. Because it takes seven years to one. <sighs> and just being like, by the time my dog turns three and they're 21, <laughs> I'll be broke. You might, <laughs> you might as well kick them out when they turned 18 five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> we just figured out the exact I did. I used the calculator. That's, uh... And then I was thinking about, like, just different responses, because people always ask about dogs, like, oh, what type of dog is he? He's like, oh, type B personality. <laughs> really type social, but horrible time management skills. So controlling. Yeah. What, uh, Does he like water? It's like, I've never seen him drink anything else. So, you know, <laughs> he, he loves it. <laughs> Honestly, it's the, what are the, what's that uh, personality test that's four letters? What, INTJ thing? Yeah. Um, Myers-Briggs. Or you're, what's it? Because it's like, what type of dog? It's like, oh, what type of person are you? Barker's Briggs. But like trying to do that, like those similar questions. Like if somebody asks you if you like water, Uh it's not like, they're going to ask you, do you like to swim? Yeah. Or if it's a dog, they really like water. It's like, I've never seen him drink anything else. (laughs) (laughs) He loves it. He fucking loves it. (laughs) Honestly, like his favorite thing. The type of dog, um, instead of what breed of dog. I don't know, I was trying to think of questions like that. That could be for a person, but you're switching it to being a dog. Like if they say what type of dog it means, like oh is it are they asking if it's a German Shepherd or oh I see. she's like oh it's a type B personality mm-hmm. like oh what type of person are you you know, the type B or something yeah. like that I don't know yeah it's kind of playing around with that idea today there's I'm trying to think of examples of well Jim Gaffigan has a good bit about going to a surprise birthday party for a dog he's like honestly it was a surprise for the dog as well because it's a dog so. That's where I'm at in my life right now. I'm surprised. Or the uh, mostly garbage commercial that Jason Sudeikis does on SNL, where it's basically making fun of people who like spend you know three hundred dollars a bag on uh, the most premium dog food, and he's just like, "Well, it's mostly garbage because and just like I think he covers the dog's ears and stuff." Cause it's a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will say, uh, when I worked construction for like two summers, I one of the main things that we did was preventative maintenance and a few other random huge projects for the Imes plant in the middle of Nebraska, and the level of precautions that they take for a dog food plan mm. is insane and I can't there's more I feel like there's more restrictions at a dog food plant than me going into a fucking hospital or oh. being here wow. like it, like you have to wear certain earplugs so it can be detected by um, uh, metal detectors so just in case like an earplug falls into oh. the food and stuff like that they can detect it and all the stuff and you have to wear like a certain color glove so they can identify it quicker and wow. it's wow. really weird <laughs> yeah is it because people are so litigious over their dogs? Or like, if they accidentally ate an earplug, if they found one in their beer, they wouldn't do anything? But it's like, I spent $80 for this kid. Yeah. I wonder if it's that, or if it's just like a really well-constructed Could be that company too. that's like, honestly, every place should be doing this. <laughs> this is not the Charlie Jack, the, the Charlie Chocolate Factory. Uh-huh. Oh, man. My dad told me a story. I forget what kind of beer it was, but it was in the bottle. And he, you know, was drinking them all night. He opened up 
fresh bottle, took a couple sips, saw something in the bottom, and it was somebody's chewing gum. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh my Lawsuit, lawsuit. <laughs> you never did anything. Gross. That's so gross. That is disgusting. But that'd be great if that's like the Charlie in a chocolate factory, but for like PBR. PBR. If you find it. Chewing tobacco. Chewing. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you find a pouch of chewing tobacco. Oh, yeah. That's so gross. You get to tour it and maybe own it one day. <laughs> oh, God. I'm disgusted. Oh, I hate it. What about you, Alice? Did you toy with any jokes this week? Um, I wrote one, um, you know, in my job search um, for a day job. I noticed that, um, you know, everyone's on LinkedIn. Everyone's kind of has, you know, an online resume and mm -hmm. even like a static website. And everyone's marketing themselves online. And then I was thinking, what about drug dealers? How do they market themselves? Oh, I like are this. They, I like this they, I, never, I was trying to predict where it was going to go, and that is the last they, thing. That's so fucking Are cool. they on LinkedIn? Is it like CEO of drug dealer? Self proprietor. Yeah. I just love the idea of like, how, how are they? I mean, I, we know about kind of the shoes on the, on the electrical wire or whatever. But... How are they doing it in modern days? Are they on Instagram? Are they saying like, oh, snow, snow day. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do you know she's wearing about the shoes on the, on the wire? No. No. What does that mean? Oh. I thought that was I just from Mike's Mike. You'll see it on I like think. 16th and, you remember when we were driving our, riding our bike on 16th yeah. and you saw Actually, it? Actually, I'm all over the place. It's yeah. just a spot where you can go and pick up drugs. Yeah. yeah. I don't exactly. I didn't know that that was a beacon for. I think it might be kind of an old wives tale, but I think. I also don't know, like, how do you know who whose shoes they are? How do you track the shoes to the front? Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly a drug purchaser, if you will. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't get the connection. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, those shoes meet. Was, did I? Did, I, did you just hear a cat? It was a kid. <laughs> okay. Um, it's going through a phase. We all through funny you know how you gotta have some kind of marketing do they have cards yeah like that. <laughs> so, they just have a magnet yeah. they put on their car yeah. Like, yeah call me or well yeah and even if you knew who like I, there's no it's not like tinder like let's go find some illegal drugs and we're walking around like oh there's some shoes and, let's yeah. go around. and then we go what's the opposite of who do who who or I don't know yeah yeah, and then I, I, I think the funny thing, like to close it, like maybe on like a stage, would be like. Um, also, I just want to take this time to announce that I am now a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can contact me at uh, aol.com. Yeah, it's mostly word of mouth, but it would be really funny to watch drug dealers like. You know those really cheap infomercials on public access television? <laughs> <laughs> it was well, just like some troll. Do you like to hang out and smoke uh, things? Yeah. <laughs> and they're doing like Labor Day, Memorial Day. Yeah. Like <laughs> a mattress commercial. Yeah. Black Friday. Black Tire Friday. Yeah. They're just on the corner handing out tires. That's fun. <laughs> That's really good. Their cover letter is like, we will give you the drugs and then not... Have you feel obligated to stick around? Yeah. Boom. Good. I'm in. Yeah. I'm fucking in. Perfect. <laughs> I just love the idea of seeing something on LinkedIn where it's like a CMO and weed. And you'd eventually have to go to like a drug dealer shark tank. Yeah. He's like, I'm looking to expand my expand my territory, my turf. I don't need investment money, but I do need you to kill my competition. Yes, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> That's so funny. Did you go around like knowing drug dealers? Did I? Yeah. Absolutely not. You? Not really, no. Oh. His name is, no, <laughs> uh, there's one really successful one that went to our high school, and he was so insanely intelligent. Mm. Um, 
he literally just did it to he would buy certain things from Kansas City take it to Columbia Missouri where he went to college mm. buy certain and sell it there and then buy certain things and sell it in Kansas City based off the, the market mm -hmm. at that time and all he did was use it to pay for his school he got a car so he could transport his shit and then he um, I mean obviously he honestly looked like a goddamn baller all the time um, but he and then he just like bought his he used all of his extra money to you know provide for his mom and stuff like that and then the second he got done out of college he's a I think an electrical engineer now wow and it's like now I can just make money in like cleaning house so it's all good oh my god but I would always see him at Mizzou and he'd be like I'm like Hey man, how's it going? He's like just rolling doobies and smacking booties, <laughs> like scream it in the middle of a the business building at the zoo. And I'm like, what? That's amazing. <laughs> so street cred was going strong there. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy, Sue. Oh, Sorry. Alex, you you can take the reins on uh, setting this up, and then uh, okay. Tim and I have two. I have a confession. You have. Oh my god, what? You've never watched it? No, I need to air my grievances over here. Your Okay, so this week we're going over the quote-unquote feature film, The Apple. It was made in 1980, but set in 94. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Everything makes so much no, more no, sense. No, no, no. That is my favorite. Okay, I'll, I'll, we'll dive into that. Oh, okay, hold on. Finish it's the, amazing. Finish the synopsis. Yes. So it centers on this Canadian singing duo, Alfie and BB, who are competing in the World Vision <laughs> Song Festival. And they're more of like a hippie type uh, group. And 1994 is <laughs> not hippie. It's very much modern, spacey. Um, so, luckily... Modern spacey, so like in big trouble. Great big actor trouble. and now in big trouble. Oh no. I get what you're doing there. Okay, so... Um, they get approached to be signed by Mr. Boogalow, <laughs> who uh, is in charge of Boogalow International Music, and uh, otherwise known as BIM. <laughs> and um, Alfie immediately is disgusted by this. <laughs> Um, he is, you know, a little suspicious. He thinks that this Boogalow guy is a creep because he is. <laughs> and, uh, and BB, on the other hand, is like, sign me up. Crazy. Why are you laughing? I'm so sorry. Everything about this movie is fucking hilarious to me. Go on. It's awful. It's the worst. Um, okay, so BB is like, yes, I want to get signed um uh and so that's kind of like where the drama starts in terms of their disagreement on t um in terms of whether to sign with bim and you know become quote-unquote superstars and live a rock and roll lifestyle um and so bb goes along and um, starts touring and, and experiences, you know, the ups and downs of success. And uh, Alfie m moves in with a old lady who is his landlord, but I thought she was his mom. I until, thought so too, <laughs> until he groped her. Yes. And I was like, wait a minute, what's up? We'll have to address that later. Yes. Literally wrote, group grab? <laughs> yes. Why? Ooh, I was like, what? Who's mom? What? Anyways. Um... So, um, Alfie then um, kind of decides to try and, and save BB, and they reconnect. They live in this kind of weird hippie commune under a park, <laughs> and, um, and the way that you can tell that time has passed in their world is they have 
all of a sudden they have like a full grown toddler and he has a beard. <laughs> so we the know. To- oh, the toddler has a beard? No. The <laughs> health he does. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if the toddler had a beard at this point. Yeah. Um, and um, Mr. Bugalo comes to collect um, some money that BB owed her, owed him. I think she uh, owed him like $10 million. So they try to chase her down and get that from her, and they are saved by uh, God, who appears in a Rolls Royce (laughs) um, and saves them. And that is basically the gist of this hot mess of a movie. (laughs) Were you saying that this inspired the Euro? I think it did, yeah. It's almost a one... I mean, I'm saying this because I, I haven't seen the new... Movie, but yeah. like based off the clips I've seen, I'm like, this For is sure. 100%. Yeah, yeah. a total yeah. ripoff. You know. Yeah. Which isn't bad. I like, you know, maybe we should inspire a little more. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it is um, basically like a modern retelling of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought up that it was based in 80... 94. Well, okay, so it came out. came out in 1980. But it was based yeah. in '94. Yeah. Okay, because and I didn't. Boy. I did a while. I watched this while I was working today, but I missed yeah. the last twenty minutes because I. Oh, you missed the Saving by God. Yeah. Yeah. I hate musicals <laughs> with any passion, um, and it's been a long day. So, but. So you didn't catch the setting that it was 1994. I think well the reason I brought up the fact that I was working is because I was like reading other stuff and I pro- they probably showed it like right at the beginning and I just didn't catch it. Yeah, no, they did not have any faith in themselves <laughs> that the audience would pick up that it is the year nineteen ninety four because nineteen ninety four is written on every wall <laughs> in every scene. Oh really? And when different artists come out, the different set that they're performing on has a different way that 1994 is written in the background. Oh my God. Out. And then at one point, Mr. Boogaloo, or whatever <laughs> yeah. his name is, yeah. and I, this is where I stopped. This is 10 minutes in. This is where I stopped the movie. After skipping through what felt like song after song, yeah. is he goes, mm-hmm. oh, these guys are going to be huge. It's like these new artists singing up there. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to be huge. Let's start marketing them. And then the marketing manager said, yeah, maybe we'll make some t-shirts. And Mr. Boogaloo goes, and then looks into the camera as he says this. Yeah. Whatever the guy's name is, like, come on, Chauncey, use your imagination. It is 1994. <laughs> <laughs> and, looks in, and I said, that's it for me. I'm not watching any more of this. Oh, I'm out. Um, oh, my God. Well, this is one of the things that I loved about the movie, is how they thought... That 94 was the future. They never, I feel like, what was it, Soylent Green? It came out in 1970. (laughs) They never just, if you just give yourself some more room and just say it's the year 2200. And and then because 19, it's like, what did you think was going to (laughs) happen in 14 years? You thought that this is, I don't know. That's a lot to happen in in 14 14 years. And it felt like a weird propaganda of like, listen, this is what's going to happen if Mm -hmm. you guys keep listening to disco. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah um, a few things. One, <laughs> gotta be careful here because this could just end up being how did this get made? Yeah. Right. Two. Um, when, like the day disco died, does anybody know? I think it's either the, the Boston Red Sox stadium or it might have been Wrigley Stadium that you could enter to watch the. Um, the baseball game for like half off, 80% off if you brought a disco record with you. And during their seventh inning stretch, they gathered all the disco uh, vinyls, put them in the middle and blew it up and it caused a huge riot. What? When was it? I I really, I mean, it's got to be you know, mid to late 70s or something like that. That would be great if like Twitter accounts were tangible, or TikTok accounts were tangible. Oh, God. You could just, just blow that shit up. Blow that shit up. <laughs> just blow up the servers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> and, uh, that I would just, definitely cause riots. 
I really, I just enjoyed how much faith they had in in our ability to improve technology. Yes. <laughs> no. <In> fashion. <laughs> yeah, fashion. New All the silver, was... the major shoulders. The major shoulders. Major yeah. Shoulders. <laughs> um, it's mean... just funny to think about these. This just a few things that keep, happened in '94. Kirk Bing died, mm-hmm. committed suicide, and that was shortly after he released *In Utero*. Oh, I think was... *Blue* album came out in '94. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, so that that's the type of music that's actually popular. Yeah, during it was time. very grungy. Yeah, not, not exactly uh, futuristic. I was born in 1994. Yeah, and then grew a beard within my first four years of life. <laughs> oh, nice! Wow. So by '98, you were kicking. '98, <laughs> it's like the same for four years. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, I thought it, it. I I really I wrote down some notes, but truthfully, like this movie just plays on a loop in my mind. But um, I just think that it's so over the top that it's just, it's funny. Yeah. Wait, how many times have you seen it? Once. Okay. I saw it a couple months ago. All right. Yeah. I can see how whoever had the idea for Eurovision was like, this is, this is the stuff. Yeah. There's a lot to work with here. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll watch it and, and we'll see if Will Ferrell's like, it is 2019, and they keep <laughs> yeah. repeating the same. Which I think in, uh, what was it, Lock Hard, the Dewey Cox? Did you no, watch that? I love that movie. It's yeah. been one of the hardest times my mother and I have ever laughed together <laughs> in our entire lives. They do a similar thing, and it's they're in India, yeah, and they're all meditating, and the guru is like, you know, the Beatles start fighting, but they all explain who they are. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, as Paul McCartney, the leader of the Beatles. <laughs> and they all go down the line and they all start bickering and the guru is like, Beatles, stop fighting, we're in India, 19, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep explaining who everybody is and the setting of it over and over. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if your albums are still shit when I'm 64, which is yeah. just a direct title for a Beatles song. <laughs> My favorite movie moment in that movie is... Me and my girlfriend are gonna run away. I'm your girlfriend? Well, duh, I pointed to you while I was singing. <laughs> like, just acknowledging those little yeah, things. Those things. Also, Dewey Cox went nose blind. Yeah. Which a lot of people are doing because of that. Yeah. What's that? He smells like roses. Okay. I know goddamn sense it's my baby. He's got a nose blind. He's got a nose blind. <laughs> um, I, I think overall, this. This movie was bad, yeah. but I, there were some. I still stand by like the singing actually was good. Yeah, I think fun. they had good vocals. Yeah, I think a lot of their stuff reminded me of uh, ELO Electric Light Orchestra, mm. kind of a little bit futurey, but also yeah. just very modalic. Yeah, metal, melodic, melancholy. I also liked how not subtle they were with any of their shit. They they had a song called Speed. Yes. It was about drugs. Drugs. Um they Made for Me? It was called the Apple because of the Adam and Eve reference. Yeah. Um Made for me the one where he's like you were like this guy singing to this woman like you were literally made for me I'm yeah. your king and your master and you're my queen yes and the song that the girl sings to him at the party was that the one I think so did you sing it how's it go no I can't sing it it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like a little kazoo and at that party when that girl's like um, singing to him he was like she roofied him. <laughs> She drugged them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you oh, remember that? I, yeah. And well, yeah, drugs were flowing oh, in this movie. Oh, big time. Like, big time. like, what is this? He's like, oh, you are really from the, the boondock. Sticks. Yeah. The sticks. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what kind of drug is this? Oh, just a, a pill. Don't worry about it. Yeah. They're like, make the drink. Make the drink. Do the drink. Yeah, do the drink. <laughs> Sliding down the walls. <clears throat> yeah, it was really. It just. Oh, in the BIM hour. 
But then now where I wrote that down, the firefighters stop specifically. Firefighters stop. And there's they Everyone they stop to a Coca-Cola for an hour. Uh, where Coca-Cola, yeah, Coca-Cola distribution center where they're like, our maybe it's the factory where they actually like bottled it up. Yeah. But like everything's being backed up because everybody has to do the bin yeah. hour. They gotta do the bin exercise. Like everything. Stops. <laughs> <laughs> Every. And Wait, it's hold like, on. I, I have another question. Were those? Those bin were those chips that people were no, wearing? they were like stickers? stickers to show that they were team bin or something. And everybody had to wear it, otherwise they're gonna tick it. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. So bin is just gonna be maybe Amazon will follow in the steps of bin. Yeah. You have to have an Amazon sticker on your forehead, <laughs> or else you get a ticket. <laughs> well, I said I was like, don't show this movie to Trump. Like, Trump stickers. No. This is what the Democrats want. <laughs> <laughs> and bin hour. Oh my yeah. god. Wait, so, so factories are backing up. Oh, it just it kind of shows like everybody has to pull off the side even if they're like on a highway. Mm-hmm. And like um, get out of their car and do exercises. Exercise and dance and stuff like that for an hour straight. Hey, hey, hey. Bim's on the way. That's what they say. I felt like some of the attire was like, is it Fifth Element where Chris Tucker is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or pretty much anything Santa Gold wears. You, Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, I genuinely thought it was her for a second because there's, I mean, it it almost looked like an album cover for Santa Gold, and it was yeah. just. Um, let's see. What did the, what else did you write? Let me see. From um, Loose Jaw Canada, which is hilarious. Yeah, me. apparently that's in Saskatchewan. <laughs> Have you ever been to Canada? It is not a bad place. It is beautiful. Yeah. It really is. It seems amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um. I wrote, um, we, should we talk about the landlady? We should. That was insane. Yeah. She was too involved in his life. Yeah. I really Did they live together? Yeah, Were they hooking up? Like I said, I got 10 minutes in and I skipped a lot in that 10 minutes. So you need to explain <laughs> yeah. that. It was free, right? Yes. What was I, it? 99 cents? No, it was free. And oh. I love the fact that you can still see like, uh, I don't know if you got this on your phone, but like the top part has like a little bit of white where like it's clear yeah. that they literally just took it from like a reel. I don't know. It's oh, like they took a photo of the actual yeah, they just uh, like cover of it or poster. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the landlady was strange. Not as strange as the one from Kingpin, but it's up there as far as I need oh. to see. Yeah. It was super weird. <laughs> um... Because he literally came up behind her and yeah. grabbed both of her boobs and like, sh- like yes. this, just go, 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 go. I was like, that's, is that, <clears throat> is he paying the rent in another way? What's happening? Um, I don't know if it was to show like how far he had fallen or how he had chosen, you know, to take another route than BB did. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I don't know. It was a weird choice to have him just do some random groping. <clears throat> or maybe it's implying that he's so broke so, that yeah. he Off the has, has to sleep with the landlady to get a discount. Oof. We've all been there, right? Back, back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> things that took me out of it. Okay. That's what I'll, I'll do. Yes. One, actually, this is just a side note. Dick, uh, Ibelok, who is from Kansas City. He actually says it in the movie. Oh, who's that? <laughs> ah, I don't know. It was like the scene where they're dancing. You remember? <laughs> I'm kidding. That's like the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the stage, they're singing. It looks like they're in an airport almost. Yeah. And for a second, well, I yeah. thought it was the Kansas City airport. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. there's too much going on for that. I was like, yeah. there's actually escalators here. That's insane. Yeah, I think it was. An, I think it was shot in an abandoned airport. <laughs> yeah. Um. When he was about to sign the contract, there was an earthquake, and yes. that was really weird. Mm-hmm. So basi- it was fake, right? It was like yeah, in his like mind. It, it was in his mind, yeah. which is everybody was addressing the fact that he's like losing his mind because mm-hmm. he's about to sign this contract that he has twenty minutes to sign. Yeah. Uh, before going on to the next meeting, so it's just yeah. implying that he's being pressured into yeah. something that he doesn't fully understand. Mm-hmm. But when he's about to sign the contract, there's this huge earthquake, and then there's like yeah. wind blowing, which <laughs> yeah. and then. And then and everybody's like, like, you guys felt the earthquake? And they're like, you're losing it, bro. <laughs> you're cra- dude, yeah. you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> I like you. You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> um, and then 
it just like started getting really dark. He's like, it's dark out. And the girl's like, no, it is, it is, it is midday. <laughs> it's summer solstice. It's the longest day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what else was that? Everything just seemed like a cult to me. Uh-huh. Um, I love the fact that I know that they're from Canada, so they meant may not necessarily trust how America works, but he just kept saying over and over and over and over that they need to, we need to get a lawyer. We need to get a lawyer. Yeah. We need to get a lawyer for like signing <laughs> the contract and stuff like that. And I'm bad with the character names. What's the girl's name again? BB. Yeah. She's like, so, don't worry. What ends up happening? Does he save her? Does he lose his mind? Does she eat the apple? <laughs> well, she definitely eats the apple for mm-hmm. a little bit. She she has some fun with it. She goes on tour to LA. She um, yeah, she definitely kind of loses herself for a second in all of it. But you know, I was thinking like, if I was in that position, I'd probably get do the apple. Right? I feel like you need the apple. Yeah. Right. Probably. Let me run this by you. Yeah. Everything's already so crazy. Everything's pretty much already a cult. It seems like everybody is being owned by this them yeah. thing. Yeah. What what's the harm in signing this contract? Your no. life is not gonna be any more or less controlled just because you signed this contract. Yeah. I mean That's all that's, that's what, what they that's what they want you to think. Yeah. Hmm. Um yeah, so what happens is they, um, uh, Alfie tracks her down and, um, and kind of reconnects with her. And then, um, I think one of the assistants to Boogaloo, like, leaves the thing and encourages her <laughs> to get, I don't know, it, it's a lot. And, um, and then they go live in this, um, hippie community in the park mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah I, uh, get it. it's like an underground <clears throat> situation throat> um, yeah I would just say I would say yeah they got billet park village yeah yeah, yeah underground park village um, <laughs> <U-P-P>. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that like if someone said to me, we must make haste, I'd be like, okay, hipster. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, you saw yes, Grandpa's. Yeah. That is our tagline. <laughs> That's our closing. We gotta make haste, guys. We're gonna say make haste. <laughs> make haste. <laughs> capital idea. It's a capital, capital idea. Capital idea. Um, I thought that it was really, in- I think just like some of the biblical stuff was really interesting about the Adam and Eve and then getting saved by a God who, get- who rolls up in a Rolls Royce. It's just... Wait, whoa, hold on. You know, like a Bogwan. Like a what? Uh, wild, wild Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you, you should watch that documentary. Wild, wild Country? Oh, yeah, it's not, man. It's not about. What a great documentary, docuseries. Um, What's that about? It's, by, it's produced by the Duplass brothers. So yeah, that it's legit. <laughs> <laughs> not answering the <my> question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, anyway, so it's uh, on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a uh, docuseries. <laughs> it's a docuseries on Netflix about this cult in where Idaho or Oregon, Oregon. and um, uh, I think it's the Indian guy who. Um, Bogum. Yeah. And What's his name? Bogum. <laughs> I don't know the spelling. Of <laughs> and I think I'm hearing his name, but I, <laughs> you know, I couldn't repeat it if I had to. I just keep saying yes. Bog one, so. yeah. I believe so. And um, it's a culty type thing, and everyone wears kind of shades of red eventually, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, it's like jumpsuits, and they all wear. Yeah. It's not necessarily a one to one to like the what Jonestown with the. No, I don't think the there was a lot of people. But it's pretty similar. Yeah, and I don't think there was as much death. Per se. No, but there's a lot of sex. A lot of sex. Lot of sex. And it's a cold start. Yeah. And then they go, let's yeah. Let's turn up the pressure. That's the craziest here. part about this that you need to elaborate more, but it they literally just set up shop in a like a small town. Like can yes. you imagine being 
like in a little tiny, like let's say Adele, Iowa, which no one's ever heard of, yeah. and then all of a sudden the cult just takes over the whole fucking yeah. population. Like, yeah. there's more cult people a part of our city population than there are. Yeah, not. and that was a big part of the documentary. Was kind of the town clashing with the the cults. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, how did cults start? Through jam bands or what? Um, I don't know. I think that I feel like everything's a little culty if you look at it in a negative way. You know, it's like okay, maybe I'm not. Um, no, I think you're right because right? I, I mean I get a little culty about you know when I was working at Comedy Works, it's like you better not fucking say shit about Comedy Works. I'll <laughs> have sex with you. I'll have sex with you, and it will kill you. And then they'll yeah, they'll poison you and burn you. No, oh, no. Uh, but yeah, it's like comedy is kind of a cult industry it can be very culty depending on how people are protective of it and how like subsidy it can get yeah what yeah. is the cult in the fr- are they just selling a lifestyle is that what they're doing like yeah. kind of you're tired of this shit come on to this farm where we just yeah i think it's like a, fo- a really yeah. focused way of living right and i think that's why especially with the wild wild country one is that it's a bunch of um what i I feel like this was explained in that documentary where it's a bunch of kids who have very, 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 very wealthy parents and they, they were like, you go through school, high school, and then you go to college and then once you're, you can be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer and then, but they're, everything's provided for so they don't really know how like difficult life is and then they get out into the real world and they're like, I have all this money and I don't want to be a part of like this system anymore because their parents have been telling me what to do for their entire life. So they joined that cult thing in the wild, wild country. So they, the people coming in have a ton of money that they can donate to this cult. And that's how the cult leader is making money. So it, I mean, I don't know. I think it is targeting like younger, like yuppies who are tired of being like working for the man. Or people who are kind of, um, down on their luck, might not, yeah. you know, wow. have a place to go. That's an easy sell, you know. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I mean, if I was, like, legit homeless, yeah. then I would probably, you know, I would, that would sound awesome. Sure. Food, shelter, yeah. hopefully. Even Free housing, yeah. yeah. God. I'll, read, I'll read some stuff. <laughs> That's a really good point, though, that you brought up about the really wealthy kids who yeah. then actually... Are introduced to adversity for the first time in their life, and they go. And they actually start thinking for themselves for the first time in their entire life. <laughs> no, they don't. They join a cult. And then they, they think that's the choice, and then it's just a cycle again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So but you're right. Yeah. TikTok millionaires, look out. Yeah. TikTok's the next cult, isn't it? See, that's that's We're both looking at Alex. Yeah. Can you tell us the answer to that? What's the Mom. <laughs> Look at the terms and conditions. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's true though. I think that um, people get protective of, of anything that they're you know involved in, and, and it's just a matter of kind of how far you take it and sports you know, like, in general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, people get angry. People hangry or angry? angry yeah. Sure and angry. I bet that happens. Yeah, I too. get angry all the time. Flip cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hunger people motivated. get beat up. Yeah, it's. I don't know. There, I just I can't say the actual name on the podcast, but there's someone that I met recently in the past month or two that I was like, you pin me as a person who would cheer when the opposing team player gets injured. Ooh, dark. Like, because we're playing the Raiders, you know, and that's our rival for the Chiefs. And I was like, me and Isaac are at the point in our life where like. If we see someone else on the Raiders being injured, we're like, oh my god, they have they have a wife and kids and they mm-hmm. need to make money. They can lose their contract. <laughs> it's their job. It's, it's their it's job. Yeah. Do for a living here. But yeah, people get fucking pissed. Not only that, players get traded all the time. Yeah. So you, you hate them, but you they might even end up on whatever team you're rooting for eventually. Yeah. So it's just kind of a ridiculous thing to just because they're wearing that jersey. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. There's so many times that people are like, no, fuck that guy. He went to the Yankees. I fucking hate the Yankees. Yeah. Well, he, he was. We had posters of him two weeks ago. So, like, I don't know how. 
<laughs> it's I a real person. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it makes me think of like the difference between a cult and teams. Like everyone, everyone wants to be a part of something. So it's like Democrats, Republicans, sports, things like that. But us versus them, you know, aspect. Yeah. So it's like people joining cults just want to be a part of something. Yeah. We used to have some of those MLMs come to the West. I'm not pro cult, by the way. <laughs> that was a really good cult sell. Yeah, I'm I get. I understand the idea of wanting to be in a group. Yeah. Be. Yeah, it's like sorority, anything. Sororities, yeah, fraternities, yeah. yeah, totally. Be a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Um, I feel Hashtag like those... cult. Sports tonight. We're sponsored by cult. <laughs> Go to cults.com. Or listen to Fish's latest album. (laughs) We have a new beverage called Colt 69. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. It is a malt beer, malt beverage. (laughs) Instead of a Colt 45. (laughs) No, 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 I got it. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, we're so far off of. We are. Yeah. Uh, I asked about the. I feel like you never really explained what that cult was that took over the town in Oregon. It's really hard to explain because it was like a. There was like uh, someone that they were idolizing, but the person who was actually uh, running it was it was her, was his right hand woman. Yeah. And she. That's why it was another reason why the thing was so cool is because I can't describe the cult. Can you? I have no idea what the no, hell they. Believe. I don't know what they really believe. But um, they just basically kind of took over this town. So you see a lot of like interviews with the residents of the town, and they started the cult started buying up um, real estate mm-hmm. and um, did you know made this whole compound, huge compound, and and I don't think, I don't even know how the guy made money. But it's the it's the yuppies coming in and oh, giving them money. Gotcha. Yuppies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Really interesting, really well done. Such um, a good, such a good docuseries. I love a good docuseries. <laughs> okay, okay. And then so how did the apple not age well? Mm-hmm. Hold on, we, hold on. At the end, God himself pulls up in the Rolls Royce? Yeah. This and is what we were before he's yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit, you're right. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> so no, we need to get back he, to that. And he pulls up from the sky. Like, he just kind of walks, <laughs> he walks down from his Rolls Royce. <laughs> And it looks like it looks like the sky is like maybe five feet above. I mean, it's he just a really. He walks down the stairway from yeah. heaven. He's just like, yeah, <gasps> it's just a nice little kind of step down. Um, and, and he saves everyone. He's like, guys, it's okay. You can come with me. I'll save you. All that stuff. And then, yeah. So. I don't know exactly why the BIM people, I think they were like rendered speechless or they're like, well, we can't fight with God, right? Right, I mean. Who are we to argue with God? We have a tip tower. Yeah. God. <laughs> I don't think so. If I saw God, I'd be yeah. like, man, I don't. I got nothing. Maybe Isaac can take him, but not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so then they kind of, like all the hippies um, walk up to heaven with God, <laughs> including um, uh, Alfie and Bibi and their little kid. Kid with the beard. So God walks down the stairs, mm-hmm. says, what's going on down here? <laughs> and Mr. Boogaloo yeah. looks up and he says, like, uh, what? you're home early. <laughs> Ooh, this is a bad time. Just, yeah. Just playing around <laughs> down here. I have some business that I was taking care of, God. Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> friends are over, so <laughs> get out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. It was. It was definitely wasn't the ending I was expecting. I, I did not. Who played God? Is it someone famous? I don't think anyone. It's <laughs> just famous. Richard Pryor. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I didn't recognize any anyone. Very young Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a movie! What a movie! It really was <laughs> terrible. It was so awful. Yeah, you, I mean, you got you didn't get into much of it. Shows how 
committed some people the attention span for musicals because they are it's just the slowest way to talk yeah. is singing you just say it why do you <laughs> you can you, just have a good soundtrack yeah. why do you have to did you guys right. see Baby Driver classic example yeah. great soundtrack yeah don't need to sing. You don't need to sing. <laughs> Did you guys know, see Cats? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you probably should steer clear. And I, I love Cats in general. Yeah. And I love how beautiful Taylor Swift is. But, and I was still like, man, as a cat, Taylor Swift as a cat would be like a real cool thing for me. It's <laughs> like a mental image. <laughs> like if you're a furry. Yeah. It's not, it's not <laughs> worth it. Not, it was, I would say, don't even. Hard pass on that one. Well, did you hear that they there was the buckle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there the was buckle. the buckle edit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the little the new the new knot. If I had a dollar for every time I said going in the song. <laughs> <laughs> it was I don't know where the buttle edit is, but not worth it. It's gotta be on the dark web somewhere. I'm surprised Reddit yeah. hasn't blown up. This. Right? You know, like we know secret stories about Pixar. How the fuck are we getting exactly? <laughs> Where's where is the butthole edit? <laughs> if anyone, any listeners, Thanks, has a lead on the butthole <laughs> edit, Trevor, did you edit buttholes on all the cats? <laughs> Do you want this to look realistic or not? Hey, have you ever seen a cat? <laughs> This is how they walk. This is what they do. It's like MTV behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want this to be real or not? Yeah. You know what, man? We were thinking about maybe keeping the buttholes yeah. until you added crusties on. Oh. So we had, to, we had to get rid of them. Yeah, crusties. Yeah. Ooh, all right. That's a, lot. That's a lot of content. I feel like uh, <laughs> Tim and I are like, this didn't move in age. Well, because it's a goddamn musical. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. There's some good musicals though. Do you guys like? What about Lion King? That's a musical. Okay, that's a cartoon. Lion King, good. Tarzan. I know this is like some Stephen Collins Queen meme, yeah. but they're like, no one asks Phil Collins to go ham on the fucking <laughs> soundtrack for Tarzan, but we're sure glad he did. Chicago was good. Great. Chicago was good. Yeah. Um, what other one? Muppet movie was pretty decent. The newer one with Jason Segel. It's actually really funny because he like does the whole dancing thing. They address the fact that they're dancing and he has like flowers that he takes out of his blazer and he's like, they're all smushed up because I was literally just dancing. Like they at least acknowledge the fact that it's ridiculous. <laughs> I love a musical. I'm a theater geek, so I, totally I love me some musicals. This, for some reason, I didn't connect it to being a musical because it was so bad that like everything else <laughs> it got overshadowed by how like cuckoo bananas it was. Yeah, it was cuckoo it bananas. It just was. It's everything I would watch it and I, I it just everything was weirder than the next thing. You know, it was just crazy. So I guess I didn't really pay attention to um, the fact that there were songs and singing. Because I was just so shocked. And th this is a kind of a weird one, weird movie to bring up. It's worth, you know, we're saying it doesn't age well, but there's pretty much a complete remake that came out in 2020. Yes. Did it do well? Do we know? Um, I think it did really well because, well, I, it it's, probably I, well. Never, I don't know what the metrics are for Netflix, yeah. but I feel like a lot of people at work were talking about mm -hmm. it. Um, it was in the top 10, like in your region or yeah. on Netflix and stuff like that for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's Will Ferrell, and then is it, is it Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Okay, it's totally, wonderful. Totally. Yeah. I would probably watch anything that Will Ferrell does, so I get it. Yeah. There is, yeah. Sure. And it's like, I'm sure they saw this movie and thought, oh, this is so outlandish that we can make it funny. Yeah. We can make it even better. Yeah. Than so outlandish. Yeah. Um, the things that I thought did not age well was getting roofied. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and and the, I would say boob grab. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was so out of left field. I was just like, <clears throat> where did what was even the purpose of that? And just the fact that it was um, 
it looked like it was set in the future and it wasn't really <laughs> but it's only 14 years I mean that's yeah. like us doing uh, yeah. I don't know I'm trying to think of a good comparison from something that came out like in the 90s or that was that looked really futuristic or like the whole premise was predicting the future yeah um, I don't know what's it called Moore's Law where technology gets better at an exponential rate uh-huh. and I don't, I don't remember what year that came out but maybe that was like everyone was like this Moore's Law shit is crazy I feel like, like almost we have what are we at yeah. with that law right now yeah, are they, no, like, are, are they thinking at like 2050 it's just gonna stop like we are hitting our capacity or no, 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 I don't think so. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'd yeah, have to look it up. But, I guess, yeah. But maybe that was like their like theory. Moore's Law mm-hmm. by 1994. This world <laughs> is going to be unrecognizable. I feel like anytime a movie tries to foresee the future like that, and, and whether it's like technology or fashion or anything, it always ends up looking stupid. So. Do you think if they gave themselves more time? To produce it and stuff? No, like, in, like, instead of saying, like, oh, this is in 14 <laughs> years. Oh, like, they said it in like the setting was, 2050? Yeah, t- yeah, exactly. In the year 2050. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, I would... I yeah. would kind of believe that. But I'm sure they're, like, 2050. <laughs> well, what's that mean? No yeah, one's going to be alive. Like, 2077? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's a new game coming out. Or, my, I think it did come out. The point is, Keanu Reeves is in it, but it's Cyberpunk. 77, and yeah, there's blind cars and stuff like that. But I, I feel like even, what was Minority Report based in? Like, that's a good example oh, of yeah. uh, where future crime, the future like, crime, mm-hmm. the future cars where you just sit in and it just knows exactly yeah, where you're going to go. that was cool. Yeah. That's actually a great movie. Yeah, they didn't really overextend themselves yeah. on some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the things that I did like were the, um, Adam and Eve reference. I thought that was kind of cool to think about, and um, just the idea of that because I I don't really you don't see a whole lot of that. The the OG sinners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Are you talking about just like like the temptation of like the success? Like the girl being tempted and the guy is just being like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. Why can't we just be naked all the time? It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I just I thought it was <laughs> I just like the idea just that general idea of you know the temptation of success and money and power and fame I think is um, something that I think a lot of people would bite at no pun intended yeah pun intended um but um <laughs> uh, when so. I see a temptation like an apple I take it I put it in caramel <laughs> I eat that take control of my own destiny okay um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought that uh, that was really like one of the only redeemable things in the movie. I think it's so a mess. Too. It's a real mess. It is a mess. What? Um, I thought for some reason this really got me. But do you remember when he was in the recording studio and he was like doing a pretty good song, but yeah. comparatively to all the other ones? Yeah. You're like, it's not what we're looking for. And he goes like this. <laughs> oh yes. yes! I love the old 1970s and yeah. 1980s. Like fuck you. Yeah, you, fuck you. you symbols. The, the inside of your elbow. Those are great. You uh, don't see those in your arms. You don't see that. Yeah, you don't yeah. see that much anymore. Need my shorts. <laughs> and they did the, like the you know. Yeah. Oh, the Shakespearean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Vibrant, vibrant yeah. You. I love that. The the theatrical uh, movements. Too good. Too good. Cause I feel like that's even like Caddyshack material. Mm-hmm. Just, putting, right? just yeah. putting the arm in the crease of the elbow. <laughs> Have you ever seen someone do that in real life though? No, <laughs> no, not no, since. Not, well, not wasn't even around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would, I would probably lose it if someone did do that in real life. I think I've done that to Jackson once, and I'm like, <laughs> can I have some chicken tenders? Like when it isn't like. <laughs> I just walk out. <laughs> I think we're gonna need to do a visual. Like a picture or something. We'll do a little boomerang. I will think. I don't think I have enough power. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That's why you need a fucking weighted blanket. Yeah, you need to start (laughs) start working out the weighted blanket. Yeah. (laughs) Two or three bathroom breaks a day, you're gonna get ripped, right? (laughs) Honestly, Adrian Brody would be jacked right now if he had a weighted blanket as part of the costume (laughs) for the village. Oh Jesus. 
25 pounds of I mean, that same calves. <laughs> Most of calves. Oh, no. Oh, that was my knee. I'm getting old. Yeah. What are you using a weighted blanket? Yeah. It's tearing you apart. <laughs> just blowing out knees, just trying to snuggle. Yeah, it sucks. If I put my weighted blanket on the wall I'm working in, like, yeah. my lowly chair, like, uh-huh. I'm just, like, FDRing it, right? And then I can't get anywhere, so I'm like, I'm just like scooting along to the kitchen. It's oh, chilly. Um, there's just like essentially burn marks in the carpet because I'm between my weight, the chair's weight, and the blanket. There's no chance in hell that carpet would ever like, come back to life. Yeah, you're not getting your deposit. There's just trails of drywall from the ceiling chasing you where you're waiting. Rip open the blanket. You just have these ripped quads. Hands are strong quad. Oh my god. Oh boy. Weighted blankets are heavy. They are. All right. Do we uh, we want to discuss what we want to talk about next week? Wait. We have any ideas? Do you guys want to do your random word thing? <clears throat> oh, we should start establishing that again. Yeah. Did you bring your phone? I thought that's why you're looking at me that way. Yeah. I got it ready. See, this will be fun. These. Uh, both of you are better joke writers than I am. Oh, I might let I you. Know, man, I, I might like let you guys that. do that. We could point with it. You know, especially now. Yeah, it's just like one of those things. Okay, like, like, you know, like one of the and when the great things come, they just come to you. That was just me, guys. <laughs> no, I think that's good, especially because we're in a pandemic, so everybody is yeah more of a homebody than they used to be. That's true. We really have to so, gear our jokes back to. But I think that that's a good, because it's not too over, like, oh, this pandemic, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Right. It's a good, like, ah, just, you know, it's just something that everybody is more familiar with. I don't know. Yeah. I don't no. know where they go with it. But. No, I, I get what you're saying, because you, <clears throat> there's so many jokes that you can make about the pandemic, which Mark Norman already did all of that, so we can't touch it anymore. But yeah. But if yeah. you go, <clears throat> it's like an improv, you're like, if this is true, then this is also true. That's what, yeah. That's what, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Who, no, who's that comic? Uh, oh, man. He's huge in the late 90s. Sam Kenison? And he, no. And he, he ended up killing himself. Oh, Mitch Hedberg? No. Oh. Anyway, I feel bad that I'm spacing his name because he's one of the best comics. He killed himself? Um, and I want to say Richard something, but anyway, he had a joke about, what were we talking about? The blankets, COVID, pandemic. Um, if this is true, then that's true. Oh, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. He studied, I think, psychology or something. So he was like, oh, you can make up your own truths by, mm. I forget what it's called exactly, but that was like a good foundation of some of his comedy was mm-hmm. just making up truths like that. And it was really fun. So, uh, I'll have to look it up. I'll let you know who it was. I love looking at uh, <clears throat> Alex during that time because both of us were just like going through our Rolodex of comedians. Of comedians. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so wait, my, mine's what? <clears throat> oh, wait. Yours is missile. Missile. Okay. I think I might just let you guys do this. You can be the judge. Okay. I mean, it's up to you. Whatever What's you're the so you just get a random word and then you write down a bunch of jokes yeah. based off of it. I could do something like mistletoe. Where it's like camel toe, but for missile. <laughs> what? Camel toe. <laughs> yeah. Alexander Camelton. Uh, <laughs> it was Richard Jenny. Richard Jenny. Richard. Richard. Yeah, there are some duds on there, aren't there? Here's a stab. Oh, she's not doing it. I don't think I'm That's you, though. Why not? Yeah, you do it. Because I want to see what you guys do. Well, why don't you do one anyway? Okay. And then if it's any good and you want to share it, you can. Okay, okay. I don't have a pen, though. What about you? Hmm? Do you need a pen? You can write it down real quick and then we can have it out. Or... Oh, we're going to write them. Um, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry. Okay. Stem. Stem cells. No, I'm stem. Yours is hot dog. Oh, hot dog. Perfect. Hot dog. Hot dog? Hot diggity dog. Nice. Okay, so mine's missile. Yours is stem. Yours is hot dog. I think we can work. Yours is hot dog. And then the winner. The winner goes to whoever can combine all three of those things. Ooh. Oh, you man, that'd be tough. Okay. Uh, All right, everybody. Make haste. Make haste. Make haste. Make haste.